Hi, I'm Dr. Andrea Stover, licensed marriage and family therapist, and you're listening to the Modern Day Romantic Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Today, I am going to be tackling the question of why do we need Valentine's Day? And I'm coming at this from all angles. I know there are some people out there who detest, despise, loathe Valentine's Day, while others really look forward to it or think it's a magical, really special, romantic day, and probably a lot of people somewhere in between there, maybe people that dread it, but still, you know, participate. So Anyways, I thought it would be interesting to even ask the question, do we need Valentine's Day? And if so, why do we need it? Uh, And even from that skeptical place, you know, why do we need this? All right. So let's dive in by just naming in 2024, this year, Americans are estimated to spend just under $26 billion on Valentine's Day. That is a ton of money for one day. So obviously this is saying, hey, somewhere in American society, we value Valentine's Day. We just don't know exactly why. So I think, number one, this says there is a a place and a space for the idea of romantic love in American society. Duh. (laughs) Valentine's Day is a day that is now something, you know, it's a whole holiday to celebrate romantic love. And I know that people of all different ages celebrate and whatnot, but the idea now is this, hey, you know, you will you be my Valentine? Will you be my special uh, love interest or my crush? Or uh, can we, as a couple, spend this day together kind of basking in our, in our love for one another? Again, may not be how it translates, but that's kind of this idea behind it. So there is something that society is voting, you know, if we were to tally the votes by the dollar amount alone spent saying, yeah, we value this. This is important. We want to keep it this way. Now, let's start to maybe look at factors that play into that. One, I believe that each year the money spent on Valentine's Day increases more and more and more, especially today in the state of the economy. We can say, well, yeah, it kind of makes sense giving, given inflation, uh, given a card now costs $7.99, <laughs> the box of chocolates, you know, the flowers, all of these different things. But I would also say it's interesting, you know, if we're talking about a holiday that celebrates romantic love, why we have conflated that with gift giving. What is it about the flowers, the chocolates, the dinner out, the wine, uh, you know, all all of the the cards, all of these uh, things that we spend money on that we consume, like almost we're consumers of romantic love at this point. And is there a different way to maybe uh, do this holiday without having just under $26 billion be spent on that day? I know the marketers and various corporations don't want that of us, but I wonder if it loses some of its meaning if we're really spending $26 billion uh, on this, this one singular day. When I think about Valentine's Day, 
you know, just kind of in general terms in, in today's times, I think we start to indoctrinate children very young into the idea of Valentine's Day. And what I mean by that is, uh, at least at elementary schools uh, and um, probably in other ways too, but especially there's classroom parties, there's bringing treats, which is candy, which is sugar, which is, ah, you know, excitement. Uh, there's little cards and maybe arts and crafts around, you know, Valentine's Day. So from an early age, we are exposed to Valentine's Day. And again, I, I'm not, there's no judgment, no right or wrong in that. I think it's just interesting to reflect. Yes, it, this is there pretty early on in our society. And how does that continue to get expressed or show up as we age, as we get older? I know when I was growing up, once you advanced beyond elementary school and were in middle school, they had a fundraiser in middle school where you could buy I don't know, maybe for a dollar or something, uh, carnations, either a white, pink, or red uh, carnation for someone and have that sent to them, you know, in the various classrooms. So I think if I remember white was for friendship, pink was for maybe I like you and uh, red is, you know, I love you. So, you know, just this, this way of kind of, again, uh, having this ritual or this one day of, hey, maybe we can kind of focus on love or reveal to a crush that you really like them or shower someone with, again, these gifts or or just gestures, let's say, to let them know, I'm thinking of you, I care, you're special to me. So again, we kind of continue to progress. And one thing I was really thinking about with this is a greeting card, for example, a, a Valentine's Day card. You know, in today's digital world, we are so, th there's little emojis we can send or lots of digital uh, cards and, and ways of expressing, you know, feelings to someone. But maybe there is even more value in a handwritten card today. So I, I can make a case for that. Um, I just think it's really interesting to reflect, you know, in, from this place in 2024, how did we get here? And are we living into what this, I think Valentine's Day and any other holiday can also kind of be a ritual or a celebration of something. So are we ensuring that we are in fact, you know, living into this from a ritualistic and, and not kind of like an obligatory habitual, oh, you know, I got to go get the Valentine's or get you your card or, you know, get all of this, but more so, you know, using it as a, as a day or a way to uh, be in a different place than, than what you are maybe on some of the other days of the year. Like it's a day carved out just to be able to have these, these expressions of love and these various gestures. Now, I think some of the skeptics or, or some of the, the critics of Valentine's Day would say, why in the world do you need a day, you know, to do that? What's the value in that? If, if you're doing that one out of 365 days a year, what happens on the other 364? I think there's something valid to that for sure. But I also would say there is, there's something, you know, just like a birthday. It's kind of nice and, and, also, you get to share in it collectively with others, you know, when there is a designated day for something. So I can, I can see a case for either side of that. Now, I want to kind of veer into some of the psychological 
factors or kind of layers that may come up on Valentine's Day for people. Number one, as I said, it is a holiday geared towards romantic love. And what happens if you do not have a special someone in your life and you would really like to have that? So I think this is one of, one of the reasons this is probably one of the most dreaded holidays, especially for singles, is it feels like society is reflecting back your aloneness, your lack of having that special someone. And it can be really painful. It can be a hard place to, a hard day to just have to sit in that place, let's say. So if you are single and that is your experience, one thing I would say, and, and I know this is maybe a little easier to conceptualize in today's culture and society than even, let's say, a decade ago. But maybe you can make that day a really special day of, of self-love, of being able to say, how do I treat myself as my own Valentine? You know, what, what would be a meaningful way for me to be with myself today. Maybe you go get a massage. Maybe you take a bubble bath. Maybe you uh, journal and, and reflect. Maybe maybe you go out into the world and, and give to others in some way. And through that, you also feel filled up or, or loved. But I do want to honor and recognize that when you are single and would love to be able to participate in a day like this and feel like it's uh, what I think they call it like National Singles Awareness Day or something like that that coincides with Valentine's Day. That can suck. That can just flat out suck for some people. And I, do, I really um, wanted to take a moment and, and acknowledge that. I also think there's ways we can um, kind of see through all of the the consumerism that goes on with Valentine's Day and say, even though I'd like to be participating it's also a way that we've kind of commercialized and, and kind of the consumption of romantic love. And what would be a kind gesture I could give to myself that isn't kind of playing into all of that? So, okay, there's one piece of that. Second thing I wanted to say from the psychological perspective is I think that this holiday can really put a lot of burden on people sometimes where if you're not naturally feeling connected to a partner for the other 364 days out of the year, but you know, oh crud, the holiday's here, I have to do something, I have to make it be special or else I'm going to hear about this or else, you know, I'm going to get in trouble or something like that. I mean, this is this is some people, this is how it feels. So I think there can be an accompanying dread in that way too. And sometimes it may not even be hey, we were kind of disconnected from one another and now I have this pressure on me to have to show up in a, in a connective way. It may be, I simply struggle to, to do it in this way. Like I don't, I don't like all the, the, the fluff and, and all of the propaganda around all of this. I, I want to just be able to have a quiet night in like we do a lot of nights of the year and just be with each other and have that quality time. So I think that this holiday, uh, what it's turned into has almost put a pressure on people to try to live into or live up to some fantasy or some idealized idea of how this is supposed to look and, and what it's supposed to feel like and be like. 
I also think with the advent of technology, it can really exacerbate this because there you are, if you're on social media, seeing everyone's feeds and not everyone, of course, but a lot of feeds of, oh, look, look what my partner did for me, or oh, this is how I'm celebrating my Valentine's Day. And like it or not, that stuff does kind of get in there sometimes. And maybe there's a comparison of, oh, well, my partner only did this for me, or oh, I wish we would have done that instead, that type of a thing too. So it really can kind of turn into its own beast, in, in my opinion, uh, at times. So another, I guess, just shadowy uh, quality or, or something that could come up around this particular holiday. I also think that there's uh, sometimes kind of piggybacking off of the, hey, you know, we're we, we're kind of disconnected in our day-to-day, -day, and then this Valentine's Day thing comes up. It can be, you know, on, on either side here, it can be a really painful reminder of the reality of where our relationship's at today, or just the lack of love that I feel for you, or the lack of uh, desire I have to do something kind for you because I'm in a resentful place, or you really hurt me, or I just feel disconnected from you. On the flip side, though, I do think that this holiday can serve as a mirror or a reflection and maybe maybe bring something to the surface, let's say, that could be the way it generally is, but maybe it it puts a little bit more emphasis or shines a light on it even further. And perhaps it could lead a couple to say, okay, yeah, there is something going on here that we really would like to you know, address and maybe see if we can work through this and, and better our relationship. That's not to live up so that we live up to any type of you know, Valentine's Day expectation or anything. But again, it's just that, hey, where are we at in our relationship? And maybe having this going on in society around oneself brings that up for even more reflection or introspection, which I think could be a good thing. So maybe that's one, one takeaway or one purpose as well for Valentine's Day. You know, another kind of pressure I think that comes along with Valentine's Day, it's kind of a test of sorts of how well do we know our partner and or how well are we communicating with our partner about what our desires are on for example, how we would spend a Valentine's Day together. So it really, the, why I say a test is, you know, maybe you go out and you try to do something really nice for your partner and it just doesn't translate. It's not really how they would have wanted to spend the day. It's not how they feel most loved. It's not how they receive love or their preferred way or, or an easy way for them to receive it. So I think that can also create an anxiety or some type of a resistance to Valentine's Day and maybe even kind of fall into that dread camp or category. Uh, I did make an episode a few weeks back called Six Reasons Why Romantic Grand Gestures Can Flop. And so if this is you, you might want to listen to that because I think that sometimes people have these grandiose ideas or, you know, hey, this is the day, like we're, we're going to do something uh, really special on this day. And they, they plan it all out. And it just doesn't go the way they had hoped or imagined. So maybe that episode could give some insight into some of the reasons why I think that can occur. But generally speaking, Valentine's Day is a way of saying, okay, 
how well do I know myself? How well do I know my partner? And what is a way that we want to spend this type of a holiday together? I do think there is something positive that can come from a Valentine's Day from that relational perspective. Uh, let's say that there's a couple that's just exceptionally busy, just doing life, you know, side by side, but they don't always take the time for themselves as a couple to just have quality time or, or do something special. Sometimes having that added social definition or pressure or even permission to do that grants people the opportunity to be able to take that moment, to take that day, to take that evening, to do something special just for the two of them. So maybe in doing that, they, they reflect and they say, oh, it'd be nice to do this more often. Let's not wait another, you know, 364 days before we do this again kind of thing. So I think that could be uh, another positive or, or one reason maybe why Valentine's Day could be seen as valid. And if people are using that one day of the year as their like, yes, we're going to have do something really special or really, you know, connective or even magical on that day, maybe that does... Uh, give some type of insight and understanding why we are spending $26 billion. Because if it's, if it's one day out of the year, maybe people do go all out and, and there's that too. So I wanted to just reflect on some of these things because it's a, it's a loaded topic, Valentine's Day. And I do think that there's value in the ritual. I do think it shows for sure that we value romantic love. I know that there's 8 billion people on the planet. Uh, not everyone celebrates Valentine's Day here in America. Uh, it is a, I would say, national holiday, something that's acknowledged anyways. So in that, you know, what is it that we, how are we finding the value of that? What is it to you? What does Valentine's Day mean to you? Uh, are you a person who really looks forward to it? Do you love like sprinkling love and joy and, and you know, sweets and flowers and all the treats uh, around everywhere you go? Do you just love hearts or pink? I do. So I kind of love it for that. <laughs> I love love and I love pink. So I like, yeah, I, I know, but I, I like this time of year and going into stores and like, oh, look, there's some hearts and there's the word love. Oh, cool. So Maybe that's, maybe that's you. Maybe you're a person that thinks this is just ridiculousness and you wish we'd banish it. Maybe you judge people for celebrating it. Maybe you find no value in it whatsoever. And maybe you're somewhere in between where, you know, I'd value it if I had the time or if I had the type of relationship. Uh, but ultimately, I think it's a day of reflection. It's a day uh, that society gives us, grants us, the opportunity to collectively reflect on love, on what it means to us, on what it looks like in our lives, how we most easily give and receive, what that hope is, what that dream is that lives in us, and, and what that romantic fantasy and ideal is, even if we're not able to actualize that on Valentine's Day or any other day of the year. It, it still gives us a, a glimpse into something. I think there can be a lot of value here as long as we don't lose the meaning and lose ourselves in this kind of consumerism and needing to go buy everyone all of this stuff because it's Valentine's Day. Well, wait a second. Let's just pause and say, does that person even value receiving something like that? And what, 
how do I know this person to be and what would be the most meaningful expression or way that I could show them that I really care? And I do want to just kind of full circle, come back around and say, I know I talked a lot about couples on Valentine's Day, but I think there's a lot of different ways that this can also, Valentine's Day can be celebrated, it can be honored uh, and sometimes why it's dreaded too, is that it can extend beyond a partnership. It can extend into a parent-child relationship and doing something special for your child or maybe them doing something special for you, to friends, to special uh, people in your life, loved ones. It's, it really is a, a day, how do we show, you know, you matter to me, I love you, I care about you, and I just want you to know that. So it, I think if we could be more flexible in what it is and how to make it work in our lives, that most people would find some value in Valentine's Day. All right. Let me know what you think. I know there's probably a lot of opinions out there on Valentine's Day. So we'll leave it at that and I'll see you next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you're interested in learning about ways to work with me, head over to my website, themoderndayromantic.com. From there, you'll be able to contact me and learn a bit more about the customized intensives and retreats I offer both individuals and couples. Thanks so much for your support, and I'll see you next episode.